0: Welcome to the bonus rant edition of the Introspective Leader Podcast. Today's topic a sorely lacking interview process. I'm a few hours removed from returning from a panel interview which I set on as a favor to a private department within an organization I have no official affiliation with. I've worked with a few people over there. They know my work. They asked if I could come over and help. Punchline right up front, it did not go well. It did not go well, and that's why I'm on here recording this to get my feelings out and my thoughts on the process while they're still fresh backtracking about a week ago that's when I was notified uh, via phone call then later received a uh, email we got about two days out from the interviews and I still had not received resumes or the questions or the scoring rubric or how it was going to be set up and that concerned me a little bit because let me backtrack this position was for a, a relatively visible administrative advisory position within the department so it was a pretty Pretty significant position, literally about 12 hours before the interview was to take place. So late in the afternoon, the day before I was supposed to go to the interview, which is today, which was at nine o'clock in the morning, I got the uh, resumes and the questions. No no real thing on how it was set up, uh, what the structure was going to be. No really scoring rubric other than one that they were having The candidates do a writing assignment. As I opened everything up, I went through the resumes. What I did notice in of those six individuals were that there were two or three. I was wondering why we were interviewing. I was. I'm pretty. I was. I'm very familiar with this position. Actually, this type of position. I've filled it many times. I've hired for it many times and had those individuals work for me in the past. Uh, So what I was seeing on the resumes, I was a little flummoxed. why we were interviewing some of these people. Uh, Actually, it was really just two I was totally confused by. There was one that was borderline, but sometimes you go for the borderline because you can be be surprised at times. I I discuss in my podcast at length when we talk about hiring and interviews and selection process. But anyway, there were two definitely. The resume did not at all demonstrate that they were qualified for this level position. Well that that was one of the red flags the other red flag again 12 hours before the interview was supposed to take place in another organization in a department that I was going to travel to and that I had no really direct contact with uh was that uh the interview questions were I had a few questions about that now, now before I start sound like an interview snob or a selection guru like I'm you know I'm too good for myself and everybody else that's not it I, I I hope you'll take my word uh, a little bit and give me the benefit of the doubt. There was a few questions on there. I, I really didn't understand why we were asking. And and knowing the business as well as I did, I wish there were a few questions that put on there. Now, I'm not saying these people had to go with what I thought was right, what I thought should be on there. But it would have been a nice for us all on the interview panel prior to it to sort of look at the questions uh, Still the the head of the panel, uh, the person that was going to be hiring, the lead manager, I'll call them from here on out. This person looks like they were going to have a final say, and that's okay. But I found it's always best for th- those things to be looked at a collaborative process, especially if you have people sitting on a panel that have hired numerous times for the type or the very type of position that you're filling. Fast forward to the next day, five till nine, and I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. Five minutes to nine, they showed up. The individual who was responsible for setting up the computer, because, again, I didn't mention earlier, the first two interviews were going to be done on uh, MS Teams. They were remote interviews. Showed up, starting to get that set up. The room, we started getting it arranged because after that, we did have the rest of them were in-person interviews. So as this person getting on, surprise, surprise, they were having trouble accessing MS Teams to get it to work properly. During that time, the positive of that, it did give me a chance to sort of talk to the other members of the panel, especially the lead manager who was going to be supervising this individual that they were hiring, and that was was, uh, running the interview panel, if you can say anyone was running the interview panel. And I did get sort of a sense of what they were looking for. I did bring up about a couple of the questions, but it didn't seem like they really wanted to be bothered with that. They, uh, and so we get a little bit. Finally, 10 minutes after 9, 10 minutes after 9, they finally get on MS Teams, and no surprise, the person had been that they were going to interview had been waiting in the little MS Teams virtual queue to be allowed in. So get this, and I, and I know this sounds so elementary just uh, that it's, it's, it doesn't even need to be said, but I don't know how many times I see selection processes conducted, not only in the interview, but all throughout the entire recruitment and selection process, conducted in a way that is antithetical to what I'm about to say. Just as that you are interviewing that person, that person, you got it, is interviewing you. Is they're interviewing your organization? So imagine you flip the script, and that person you got on MS Teams at exactly nine o'clock, or let's say a few minutes early, and that person didn't log on to the nine ten. They're really going to have to be a super rock star interviewer with a super resume to overcome that. In my book, uh, punctuality for an interview for a candidate is super important. It's just as important for the organization, especially your good employees. The employees you really want to hire, they have choices. They can choose organizations for, let's say, that can show up to an interview on time. So, of course, that bothered me, and and I'm associated with the process by now. So, you know, this is getting a little under my skin. Well, the lead manager starts with a very, very long description of the job, a very long, I, I know I'm sounding negative. I'm sorry. It's right after it. It's a, uh, Maybe it wasn't long. If When I look back on it in a few days, I'll think, well, it wasn't as long as, as I'm thinking right now because I know I'm in a mood right now. So they start that. And, and just as they're starting that, I turned my attention to the, the interview questions. Now, this is on me. I got caught up in the confusion and the, the harem scarum mess that we got going on here. And I was using the top front copy on the interviews uh, for it. And I'd already wrote another interview per, interviewee person's name on that. I thought they were the first one we were interviewing, but you now they had given me the wrong name. So I put that one at the bottom. I grabbed the other, supposed to be exact set of interview questions without a name on it. Wrote, was writing the name on it just flipped through it just just flipped through it just out of matter of habit lo and behold there were no questions on the back of each page i motioned i motioned to the other panel members that were next to me to have them look at theirs and when you know it all of their additional copies did not have Uh, questions on the back page. So while, while I'll speed this up a little bit, while this is all going on, one of the panel members uh, jumps up, goes and makes uh, several double-sided copies, right? So they bring this into us while this is going on. By the time we got midway through the second uh, MS Teams interview, we'd found some type of clumsy rhythm the in-person panel's uh, uh, interviews actually went pretty well. We were settled in pretty uh, pretty good. We finished all the interviews. We finally get through the six inter- uh, interview, uh, asking all the questions. And there were some good candidates. Uh, to me and the person uh, on my left, now look, as I've talked about in my podcast and we'll talk about in the future, interviews can be very, very subjective. They can be extremely subjective. Uh, that's why I was a little concerned about some of the questions. Cause I felt they were not nuanced enough to, to help us out. But the person next to me and the, and I, we, we were pretty clear of the two people we thought was the clear front run- runners. And one of them, we pretty much had a good couple steps in front of even that second person. Well, the lead manager was, they were going with their gut and they were seeing things in individuals. I felt based on my experience this is this this is subjective. I felt they were seeing things that they wanted to see in that particular type of candidate that they were that they associated this uh, couple people with. Uh two or three of us were pretty clear that we did not feel this, that 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 the person that they were really championing, that we did not we didn't feel they were in the top four, but they were set on and I was like, we're in the questions did you how they answered the questions? Are you uh this is why I'm so sure that they were using their gut. I said, Where their answers to the questions did you get that they were that makes you feel this way. And well, not really how they answered. I I could just tell that part of that was just nervous. I could just tell that they thought strategically. I'm like, yeah, but okay. (laughs) How could you tell they were thinking strategically? I mean, again, I think we agreed. They didn't say anything that indicated they were thinking at a strategic level that they were this strategic thinker well i read i read their you know i graded i've already graded some of the written assignments and their paper was written very strategically and i said oh okay hold on now all right i understand that with all due respect they wrote that strategically and we're going to discuss we're going to you're going to weigh that in but we're talking specifically about the interview. You're saying that you rated this person score wise for the interview, not not the not the written paper for the interview. You you rated this person higher than the uh, other options. That's what I'm asking. Well, they didn't want to talk about it anymore. I was they were they didn't want to hear what I had to say, say on that. And I, uh, at the end. They came over, uh, and when I say they, it's the the lead manager. Lead manager come over and said, hey, thanks for co- coming. We appreciate it. You added value. You know, I, I just got to say that uh, I, I know you're questioning what I'm, I'm thinking here, but I know what I need for my department, and, and one thing is written communication is very important to me, and I didn't say anything. I said, okay, I understand. You're right. It's your department. You've got to make the choice that's best for you, but of course- in my mind, and in the car ride home, I'm thinking, weight the written assignment higher. Also, you could use what was written in that written assignment, part of your interview questions. Pull from that, for each of them, what they wrote, and have them explain it. So now, and again. I don't know if this person that wrote this written assignment, maybe there are people that just write better than they talk. I, su- I think that was with this, with this person. So I suspect they may have more of a strategic mind than they, than they uh, demonstrated in the interview. My argument was, and still is, is if you're going to set up a scoring system and the score is supposed to be based on the interview, then hold yourself to that if you're if you know and this person has been in interviews before the lead manager if you know you're not the kind of person that's going to want to be held tight to to a very st- specific score on an interview question then structure your entire interview for everyone where it where it affects all interviewees that way and again back to if you really felt the written communication for you was very important aspect of that job, which I agree, it is an important aspect, but just as representing yourself in person and verbally is an important aspect for that particular position. But if you do feel that it is particularly important to you, then one of the options would be to take what they had written because they had, they had a, a turned them in early. That was one of the requirements to turn the written assignments in early. Take those written assignments Go through them, then base some of your questions on what they wrote in that 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 written assignment because the written assignment was actually explaining a process that was that very much was part of that department but also the industry wide so the candidates would have a pretty good understanding of it, so that way, the ones that wrote, uh, wrote weaker, you can address what they wrote into that paper and they may show you that well, yeah, they have a pretty good understanding of of the process itself they may be able to explain why they didn't write the paper so well or maybe they're just not good writers well now you know but then the other person the, say the person that wrote strategically and you thought they they addressed everything very well in the paper it would be good to hear for them to re- relay that verbally and I think again it would be a benefit for all the candidates I know that seems a little esoteric, a little scholastic, if you will, a little pedantic, but it's really not that hard. And if you've done enough interviews, uh, the, if you're going, if you're going to add in something like a, t- uh, a test or an exercise, it's not just simply of just attaching it on to an already ex- uh, existing interview structure. You've got to incorporate it in for it's a streamlined process. You don't just pop it onto the side and though there you go. It's an addendum. It's an extra. No, if you're going to add anything, then you need to to take and incorporate it in a very synergistic way with the rest of the selection process to include the interview. So the point of this rant is you've probably been asking yourself about five minutes ago. I think I've made some of the, uh, some of those points already, but the biggest thing that left me when I was driving home today before a uh, put on some music that helped get my mind off of off of uh off of it, was you read so much in the literature, and my experience has said there, of course, there is anecdotal experience, and anecdotal, excuse me, is that there's some truth to it. You read that, you do just as well. Some studies have shown that you do just as well picking someone based on the resumes as you do uh, using resumes and incorporating an interview. That your chances of getting a good employee are just the same either way. And I could see, I I could see there's truth to that. But my feeling is, my experience is when interviews are conducted very deliberately, all the components of this entire selection process to include the interview are all built on top of each other and reinforcing each other and make sense together, when things are prepared ahead of time, when the interview itself, especially is approached in a professional manner with forethought and discussions are had ahead of time of what you're looking for, that everybody's on everybody is on the same page. What I have found, those interview processes, to me, at least somewhat, if not greatly, especially for certain types of positions, if not greatly increase the chances of a more suitable candidate for the position than doing it without a formal interview or formal selection process other than just looking at the resumes. So the ultimate question, the ultimate point is this, is it really that interviews in and of themselves are not reliable, that the interview process in and of itself does not tell you anything or does not tell us anything as managers and hiring authorities? Or is it just as often the way, the manner in which we conduct these interviews? And to put that question more directly at this interview I just participated in, did the way we conduct that interview, did that identify, help us identify the most suitable candidate for the position, did the way that we did the combined selection process. And I got to say, judging by how they did the interview process, I, I then it makes me question the recruitment process. Uh, how synergistic was that? How, how deliberate was it? Uh, and quite frankly, how professional was it? So the ultimate question is what I just spent a good seven hours of my day from did that process increase our likelihood of finding the most suitable candidate for the position to finding someone that's going to come in and do that job. Well, unfortunately my answer at this point is no, they may hire the right person. They may end up getting the right person, but I think it, Goes right back to what those research studies. If we get the right person, if you get a good candidate out of the process that we did, I think part of it, or a good part of it, most of it is going to be down to luck. We just sort of did it and, you know, that's how it happened. Bottom line, that interview process did not add value to the overall selection process. And ultimately, that's what I'm talking about in this rant. That's what we always strive to do as managers and administrators, make everything we do as much as possible. And especially in something as important as selection, selecting individuals, selecting individuals in this case for key roles within the department, where they have a lot of interaction with people outside and inside of the department. It's an advisory role. Approach all of these things, With an intention to add as much value With what we do As we can get out of it Otherwise don't do it Well anyway That's the end of my rant I'm going to take a hot shower Go to bed As always, thank you for listening to my rant. To protect the privacy of individuals and not to be too revelatory in my rants, certain identifying information has been changed. You guys take care. Till next time.